Hello and welcome to the Assistant Toolkit, the podcast for virtual personal and executive assistants around the world. I'm your host, Amy Gould, ex-London EA and ex-teacher, and since 2016, I've been a virtual assistant and coach. This is episode three, the biggest reason why some virtual assistants aren't successful. Hello and a big welcome to this week's episode of the Assistant Toolkit. And the topic today is a biggie. I'm going to be talking about success and the biggest reason that stops virtual assistants from being successful. Now, I've been a VA for almost four years now and I've been through the highs and lows during that time. I've been at the beginning where I had no idea how to find clients. I've been in the middle where I wanted to grow but I didn't really know how to. And I'm where I am now, which is in a very happy place because I have my lovely VA clients, but I also get to help other people become VAs too. And because I'm an ex-teacher, I love being able to incorporate teaching into my business now as well. But if you'd asked me a year ago if I felt successful as a VA, I probably would have said no. Even though my revenue as a VA was definitely the highest that I'd reached up until that date. And the reason I would have said I wasn't successful or didn't feel successful, even if I didn't realise this was the reason at the time, was that my mindset was not in the right place. And it was only really around this time that I started working with a business coach and she told me one day, your business will only be as healthy as your mindset. Now at the time I thought, yeah, yeah, but how do I grow my business? Because I have quite a logical mind and I like to see really tangible obvious evidence of things rather than kind of sitting back and thinking about things you know I can't see so when I was told that I needed to work on something that I couldn't see i.e my mindset it was a really tough pill to swallow and it did take me another six months probably to be if I'm being honest to truly take on board what she was saying and to actually take a step back and do the work she was talking about now now I can say with confidence that the single biggest thing that stops really excellent VAs from being successful is their mindset. It's not a lack of media, social media savvy or a lack of knowledge on how to have a sales conversation that converts or any other kind of business, businessy stuff because all of those things can be taught. It's your mindset that needs to be worked on first. It's the absolute foundation of success in any kind of form and if it's not there, there's nothing that's gonna stick unless you work on it. Now I do know, of course, that mindset's a word that's been bandied about a lot, especially at the moment, but over the course of the last six months, I've been lasering in on how I can improve my business by working on my mindset, alongside the strategic stuff as well, of course, but really focusing on my mindset. And the results have been absolutely incredible for me. So before I started this work, I had really low confidence, even talking about my business, and I'm talking about the VA training element of it now because I felt comfortable at that point uh, talking about the work that I did with my VA clients. I also couldn't really find momentum with the things that I wanted to do which also meant that I didn't take any kind of consistent action. I was really ad hoc and sporadic and it also really importantly meant that I did not enjoy the growth I was trying to instill in my business I felt like everything was a chore, I didn't enjoy the whole process and I felt really stuck and all of these things together really stopped me from moving forward. And even though today I'm still working on my mindset every single day, 
all of those things have definitely improved to some degree or another, and they're only getting better each day. Now, the great thing about success is that you get to define what your success looks like to you. So no one's version of success is going to be the same as the next person's. You know, your version of success is going to be completely different from your next door neighbours, from your um, your peer at work, from another virtual assistant based in another country or one down the road. Your version of success is going to be completely different from somebody else's. And I think that's truly liberating. So when you see things on social media about, um, you know, creating a successful business, that person's idea of success might be based on revenue, which is, of course, a great indicator of success, but it's not the only indicator. There are lots of elements that you need to, to think about. And also your idea of success, your vision of success, it evolves over time too. So in 2016, my version of success was probably to still be in business in a year's time um, and to get through pregnancy and morning sickness and all that kind of jazz that I was going through at the time. Um, whereas now, success is being able to continue having a business that's flexible enough for me to do all of the drop-offs and pickups at nursery with my daughter and to still not work on Fridays, which I absolutely love. It's my uh, mummy-daughter day on Fridays and I love not working on those days and I truly, truly hope that I can continue running my business in a way that means I don't have to work on Fridays. And of course, being able to work from home. At the moment, I'm sitting at my desk, looking out the window. It's a pretty drizzly day. I've got a candle lit. I've got a blanket on my lap. So I like to be all cozy. Um, and I love that my business has uh, does enable me to, to have days like this when I want them. So even though your version of success is going to be completely different from mine, I'm going to talk to you now about the actions that I took and still do take every day to improve my mindset, to ensure that success that I visualize for myself is possible. So one of the, the big things that I started to do was I started to really be very intentional about the things I was reading and listening to. So we all love a Netflix binge and I'm obsessed with The Great British Bake Off, uh, much to my boyfriend's annoy annoyance. Um, but I made, it an, made a real effort to make sure that I was reading books and articles that really inspired me and were focused on my development um, personally and also um, in my business. And I also started listening to podcasts too. So rather than um, having Spotify on, on in the background, which I definitely do any, like still do anyway, I decided that certain points of the day when I was doing something that didn't perhaps need my full attention or something that I could do at the same time, even if I was cleaning the house, um, to make it a bit more interesting, I'd listen to a podcast at the same time. And there are so many podcasts out there that are really, really inspirational. I mean, I'm thinking about Fern Cotton. Um, it's a great one based in the UK. Um, there are loads of them. Uh, Jenna Kuchter in the, the US. Um, podcasts, I found um, a really simple way of improving what I was listening to and making sure that I was listening to positive things rather than random, unrelated things. I also signed up to Audible as well so that I could listen to um, my any kind of books that I found inspiring that I just didn't really have time to read. Um, even if I was, I've now started to, when I walk uh, to and from my daughter's nursery, I listen to an audiobook on the way um, to make sure that I'm getting in as much positivity as I can. I've also started to write in a gratitude journal every day. And I mean every single day, without fail. I've made this part of my morning routine. I pick up my journal before I even open my laptop and it definitely helps to set the tone of my day. 
So when I write in my gratitude journal, I write down an intention for the day. So whether that's, um, you know, I intend, it could be a, something quite spiritual. So I intend to um, feel calm all day, or it could be something quite practical. So I often, because I'm quite a practical person, I often um, write the intention based on what I want to achieve that day, what I want to accomplish. So if I want to tick something really big off my list or even something small that I've been kind of niggling away in my head and I want to make sure it's off, um, off my list, I write that down as my intention. I also, at the encouragement of my business coach, um, write down three things that I'm thankful for as well. So um, it's usually a bit of a mix. So it's always something related to my business. One of those is always a business related one. So um, perhaps it could be, I'm grateful for being able to work from home every day in my business. I'm thankful for being able to use my creativity in my business. And I also usually include one to do with my family as well. And it could be something completely random. Um, I'm grateful for um, the fact that I have a garden, even if I have to pick weeds up <laughs> from my garden all the time. Um, so that's what I use my gratitude journal for. And I, I also make sure that I include one affirmation in there too. So it's something that's going to be super positive. I never use any kind of negative language in my affirmations. It's going to be something that really pumps me up and makes me feel inspired for the day. So another thing that I've started to do, and this one's definitely a work in progress, is to start to view any setbacks um, as opportunities to learn rather than seeing them as failures. Now that's a really hard one to do. Um, I'm not gonna pretend that that's an easy one. It definitely comes with practice. But I found now that if, for example, um, I approach someone by email um, and pitch something to them or ask if, they want to be on my podcast or could I be on their podcast, for, for example, um, if the answer is no. I think about six months ago that would have really knocked me back and thought, oh God, I might just give up and just not do my podcast anymore, for example, really um, extreme example. But um, now I try to view that as uh, an opportunity to learn or an opportunity to pivot or just something that's happened and just to carry on because I find that if you see something as a failure and it's the end of the road, you're obviously not gonna be able to continue and that can have a real negative effect on your mindset. So another thing that I've realized that is super helpful for me um, in terms of my improving my mindset and making sure I'm positive is to prepare. Now this might sound like a bit, bit of a strange one, but I am super organized. It comes with my job, I suppose, my role as a VA, and also just naturally, I've always been quite an organized person. Um, and I really like to be as prepared for things as possible. I absolutely hate being in a situation, mainly around my business, um, where I don't feel prepared about something. So um, for example, if I go to a networking event, um, I've been to one and I've realized I've forgotten my business cards, which is such a rookie error. And I just felt so rubbish and unorganized. And oh, you know, I just couldn't be bothered to be there because I realized I couldn't actually give anyone a business card and sort of make uh, connections with people like I'd like to. Um, so I always make, like to make sure that I'm feeling re really prepared for things. So um, something simple actually, like, like absolutely nailing your elevator pitch. And by elevator pitch, I mean, you know, that one to two word, uh, one to two sentence um, description of you and your business that really gets across um, who you are, what you do, and who you like to work with. Um, and I've actually created a free guide for VAs on how to do this on my website if you're interested, and I'll include it in the show notes too. Um, but being prepared for things can it really, if you feel prepared for talking about your business to potential clients um, and on social media posts or guest blog posts or as part of your you know, PA, PR work, for example, 
when you feel prepared, you feel confident, and that can really start to improve your mindset too. It's just about doing anything that can really sort of, um, these little pieces you're putting together to really build up the whole picture. So another thing that I've started to do, um, even though it might sound a little bit counterintuitive, is to start to do things, especially when we're thinking about preparation, starting to do things before you feel ready. Now, this is um, it's a funny one, uh, especially coming from me, because as you know, I like to be prepared. But by doing things before you feel ready, it means that you're building that momentum and moving forwards. It also shows that you're willing to be brave and to take risks. And even though that might not feel natural at first, over time it does start to help. And I found that for me personally, by doing things before I feel ready, by saying yes to things and working out how I do it afterwards, it's definitely helped me to um, have more of a growth mindset, to feel that I can actually feel the shoes that I've built for myself. And that's um, a real confidence booster. So another thing that I've started to do or have been doing for a while is to, again, it's a tough one for me because I like to control everything, but to try and trust and to let go of controlling everything. And this was a hard one because I like to be in control, but actually it doesn't mean trusting the universe to handle something for you and then sitting back and just waiting for things to happen. It means that you trust things will work out and then you take inspired action until they do. So, for example, if your um, if your version of success is uh, let's pull a figure, let's say um, you want to earn of let's say fifty thousand pounds this year, you can you can work on your mindset to really ingrain that and to truly believe that you are going to make fifty thousand pounds this year. But then you actually need to take inspired action to get there because that money isn't suddenly just going to pop into your bank account. So there's an element of trusting the universe or trusting something that things will work out, trusting yourself that things will work out, but then taking inspired action too. Another thing, another big one, and it's a whole other kettle of fish, is money mindset. Now money mindset is huge and um, there's a whole stream of coaching related to it and books and, and literature and podcasts about money mindset, but it's truly linked to how you feel generally in terms of your mindset and how that mindset can impact your business. So if you have any icky feelings about money, if you know that you haven't got a great relationship with money, if you want more money, if you want to feel better about money, I strongly encourage you to work on your money mindset. I will do a, a podcast episode about this in the future. Um, but for the moment, I will just encourage you to read a book called um, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Chinchero. Um, she's amazing. The title's amazing. It's a ground for me. The book made such an enormous difference um, in terms of how I see money and my relationship with it. So I'd strongly encourage you to read that. I'll add that into the show notes too. And the final thing I would say that can really um, start to improve your mindset so that you can create your own version of success is to accept that this mindset work is going to be ongoing. We can't just do some work on our mindset and then feel better and then stop and move on which I find frustrating because I like to tick things off once they're done and move on to something else. But um, your mindset work is ongoing. You're going to have to do things all the time. And once you've, if you've worked on your mindset and you feel like things have improved and then you're going on to higher success and you're moving forward with your business, something else will crop up and you'll realize that, oh crap, I haven't actually nailed what I thought I'd nailed and I need to do something different. I need to work on this. I need to work on that. So um, just trust and accept that the work is going to be ongoing with your mindset and try and treat it as a really integral part of your business um, because it really is. I, there, there are so many statistics out there about um, 
I say statistics, I think it's kind of percentages to illustrate a point. Um, you know, for example, um, success is 10% action, 90% mindset. And it's true. I mean, that might not be the, the figure that I've um, read somewhere. But it, the point is there is that so much about success is your mindset. And if your mindset's not there, you won't be able to feel successful, regardless of what your version of success looks like. Um, your brain has to be in the right place. Your mind has to be in the right place before you can really feel and achieve your own version of success. So if you're a virtual assistant, I'd encourage you to write down a paragraph about what would make you feel successful or bullet points, however you like to do it. This can be um, a, a revenue-related success goal. This could be how you want your day to run. This could be how many clients you want. This can be um, how you're viewed as a VA. This could be your, um, your social media profile, your social media following. It could be anything. Whatever it is, write down your own version of success and then think about how those um, that version makes you feel. Do you feel like you're wildly off though that version of success? Do you feel like you're not going to hit that success mark by the end of the year? And if you don't, I'd strongly encourage you to, um, to work on your mindset. Some of the things that I've suggested here, I'll include them in the show notes. Um, read and listen to podcasts, uh, read books that um, surround you with positive thinking and encourage and encourage you to expand your mind and your mindset and to improve your confidence. Write in a gratitude journal every day. Prepare for things. Use the free guide that I've included, um, nailing your, uh, sorry, creating a winning elevator pitch so you feel confident talking about your business. Do things before you feel ready. Trust and let go of some things. Work on your money mindset and accept that the mindset work is going to be ongoing. It's always going to be part of your business if you want to move towards success. So I know this is quite a deep episode today um, and it's quite a meaty one so I definitely haven't covered everything that I would have liked to. I've kind of crammed this into a, a 20 minute um, podcast episode today just trying to get across how important mindset will be to your success as a virtual assistant. So if you um, have any tips that you'd like to share with other VAs or assistants around the world please do send them across so that I can include them in my social media posts and um, I'd love to share your ideas and if you have any questions or comments please do leave them in the box below the podcast episode on my website or you can shoot me an email at hello at amyroseschool.com. Good luck and I'll see you next week.